Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury and as always I am joined by a man who would talk about Bruno if he were running for the school board. It is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Does that mean Bruno was part of Fight Club? Uh, it could be. That's a that's a like that's a multi generational reference right there. I am a man of a certain age. You are a man of a certain age. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city, and our unofficial sponsor today is the amazing variety of terrible winter precipitation we had today. I literally I went to drop my car off at the shop and head over here to record this morning, and I had three different kinds of precipitation in that drive. We had like frozen, like rain. We had sleet, and we had snow. Like in just like a twenty minute drive. Yeah, wrong, bad, and awful. All of those things. Look, I am ready, Jason, to get back to my like you know normal spring. I want you want tornado- sixty to seventy five. You want tornadoes and unpredictable winds. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait a minute. I guess what I'm saying is, while I love my hometown, sometimes I don't love Missouri. Uh, that's true. Well, you know. It'll it as they as these dumbest old saying in the world. Wait twenty minutes. It'll change. It'll change. <sighs> Jason, there's stuff going. on. I am super excited right now. What what's happening? Finally, finally. I mean, it's been four years since we have had the opportunity to do a live in person version of Lee Summit. Town now, Hall. why haven't we done a live in person version in the last two years, Nick? Well, <laughs> as we have said many a time. COVID ruined everything. COVID ruins everything. And then the two years prior to that, there were some other things happening, you know, with our schedules and, and the topics that we wanted to, to hit. But look, we haven't had a live in-person version of our town hall podcast since the previous mayoral election. That was the last one. But we're back. We're back tomorrow night, 630 Thursday, tomorrow at Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. We are going to do another live candidate forum this one is going to be with the two mayor oral candidates the incumbent bill baird and the outgoing district one council member diane forte who is seeking to take take that spot so look this is i i'm excited about this we love doing the candidate interviews because it's a great way for us to help those candidates get their voices out to the people right so they can make their decisions this is even better i like it because we, we're gonna have an audience there we even jason we're nice we're going to have an opportunity for for people in the audience to submit some questions. Maybe we'll, we'll try to get to those and mix those in with with our questions. I think it's always, it's always fun because usually usually I'll get one. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's next on our list anyway. Yeah, it's a lot of times we get the the things that people want to do. But, the but ones look, we want to but see. look, look, this is one of those ways where we have the opportunity, and I say we both meaning you and I, but we as a community have an opportunity to make sure that candidates speak to the issues that matter to us, the voters. Right, Right. and that they know what they're doing and what they're getting into. Right. So 6.30, Thursday night at Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit, we're going to have a live candidate forum with Mayor Bill Baird and Council Member Diane Forte to see who everybody's going to pick. The brawl for it all. Uh, That's right. Look, there might be a dance competition. I haven't decided yet. There is a – competition isn't the right word, but there is an opportunity (laughs) uh, other than the mayoral election, which is, I guess, in its purest form. That that would be a competition. Popularity contest and all that. But there is an opportunity. You come – both of the candidates have picked uh, local charities – to support you can go in and give a contribution so not only are you going to come sort of help the community good by doing some things but you can give a little bit to our to our fabulous charities lee summit social services and hope house are the represented candidate or represented charities 
give a little bit, do some good, learn about the candidates, figure out who you're going to vote for, support the podcast, all the things you could think of that are good. Well, and, and look, the, the, the support and charity part, we added that on because really that's the heart, Jason, of what you and I have always been doing with this podcast is remind people, we want to remind people how easy it is to get involved and support things happening in the community. So we just reached out. We said, we said Mr. Baird, Ms. Forte. Give us, give us a charity that you like, a local charity. I mean, they both have a long history of supporting many different charities in our community. So they each just kind of picked one, and that's what we're going to do. So, look, I will be passing the hat. I am going to ask people to give. That, there we are. <clears throat> so that's what we're going to do. So there's – look, other than that and the looming election, it's only a couple weeks away at this point – uh, there isn't a ton. There wasn't a ton happening at city council. Not a ton happened of any like grand note at the board meeting, uh, school board meeting last week. Uh, I got to pay a little bit of extra attention to the to the city council last night, actually, and its agenda because my daughter was working on a scouting merit badge, which required her to attend or, in this case, watch virtually a uh, city council meeting and talk about issues that were out there. Now, I'm not going to talk about the issue she picked, which was wastewater management, because like <laughs> some things are even too boring for the podcast. But I was kind of proud, actually. That- I have that as a topic that we might want to hit later on this year. So hint, hint. Well, it's coming, but uh, for for that one. But she's so we're doing. But there was some stuff happening. Just this is just a touch on. We have talked about a multiple times in the past about the redevelopment, or not even redevelopment, but the redoing of the interchange at North Two Ninety One and Fifty Highway there by the uh, the Perkins and all of the things that are there. And there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. And we've talked about how the Highway Patrol is going to move and and that land is going to get adjusted and some of that land is going to go to the school district. Right. Some land in the school district to deal with parking. Some land is going to go to the uh, Missouri Department of Transportation for their highway, uh, for the actual interchange stuff that we're dealing with. Blue Parkway's getting rerouted a little bit. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening. that? Just another little step in the process. Project 4 of that redevelopment project that they have, which is the old Applebee's building, which is soon to open as a, a Mexican restaurant again, uh, was added into that, or was as part of that whole project or the, the scheme that's out More there. More tacos. More tacos in Lee Summit. So we somebody else will have a chance to answer that question with that answer here before too long. And that's good to know. Uh, but in the big picture, that was a thing that uh, that – Building is part of that project, and and some of the final development pieces were agreed upon and voted on by the council this week. Nothing major um, that that was out there. Jason, my next note, Mm -hmm. I want to remind everybody. What? 6.30, tomorrow night, live, candidate form for our mayoral race. You should come out, folks. I just, we want to make sure you know. Jason, uh, I I do want to bring up another note. You and I like to, you know, have a little fun, but... There was a, there was an interesting thing at at the council at the council meeting. There were two bills that came out of the rules committee, and they covered volunteer service. They covered you know, the the mayoral appointments to the councils and commissions at, at, at city. What this does is it's going to impact who can and how they should be involved, and it it really just puts something on the books that I assumed was already there. Yeah, that to be appointed to these councils or commissions, you have to be a registered voter in Lee Summit. Yeah, that was a thing that's out there. So. Uh, I, like, we're gonna have a little fun with it too, right? But the- but but I think this is this is, this is actually a good thing. These these are councils and commissions that really do have immediate impact on things happening in the community. They should be members of the community. Right. We have talked for five years about how it's a serious. You know, it, it is a it. 
how you can do things, right? And one of the ways you can do things, and probably in a lot of ways, way easier and way more impactful for your time than being on city council or on the school board is to serve and, on one of these and for your sanity volunteer commissions or committees, right? They, and they vary in range from a, a commission like the planning commission that met every two weeks all the time um, with the, you know, like held public hearings that had all these rules and stuff you had to follow to far more informal and non-regularly meeting. The Arts Council, which I was a member council. of for a while. Even some of the other ones that are, you know, like official voting recommending bodies that go up to the, they, they meet as they have to, right? And so you have this wide range of things that you can do with the city that are as impactful in many ways as being an elected official is. And and this is one of those things that actually impacts how you do that and who can do that in the city. And you want to know how easy it is, Jason? There's a form on the city's website you can fill it out. You can sit. You can pick those of those councils and commissions. What interests you? Like which of those commissions are topics that you are interested in that you feel like you could offer a voice to the community? You fill it out. You send it in. It goes to the mayor. And when there are seats to be filled, the mayor can go through them and then will appoint. Right. And so it's a it's a great it's, way it's to do really that. It's really easy. It is. And it, and so that's it. Now here's the thing. This has obviously been a loophole or a hole in the coverage of the you know in, in being on these commissions for a long long time so here's what i want to hear conspiracy minded jason <laughs> uh-oh he's, break, he is. he's breaking out the thumbtacks and string i'm breaking out the thumbtacks and the red string who and and this is a rhetorical question i want to make sure i'm clear about this but who got mad and who reported <laughs> who in the in the city hall they saw somebody on a commission they didn't like or they wanted to have a change and like that person not even registered to vote on even live at least summit what are they doing so i we know that came from somewhere but we just want to know who i'd love i'd love mind. i'd love the backstory just because i think it would be fun but jason this is a i think this is a good should we ask bill on thursday <laughs> Because as a reminder, hey, did we mention that there's a mayoral forum on Thursday at Bridge Space at 6.30? 6.30, Thursday, Bridge Space, downtown. Be there. Let's make sure our candidates speak to the issues that matter. Let's find out why Bill Baird started this conspiracy. And, and let's, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just curious. I want to know. I want to know the backstory there. But in seriousness, Jason, this is, this is a good rule to have. Yeah. If you're going to be on one of these councils or commissions for the city... And you should live minimum, here and vote here. Live in the city and be a registered voter. There that we seems go. that seems fair. And there are exceptions. There are some exceptions to those rules and some things in that that allows people that perhaps represent significant business interests in the city or something like that serve on certain commissions in certain places. But those are all covered in other parts of the rules. But in, as a default, registered voter lives in Lee Summit. Okay, Jason, take a breath. We're going to switch gears. As we've alluded, there's a candidate forum at six thirty. Thursday. Have so we mentioned that? Everyone knows there's an election coming up. We're less than two weeks away. Yes. It's time. It's time. I would like, Jason, for us to take just a few minutes today and let's let's maybe wrap some things up. Next week, we're going to talk about, I think, Jason, you and I will, will review kind of the, the races for city council. We've now talked to all of the candidates who showed up. We will have spoken to the two mayoral candidates, so we're gonna we're gonna do that stuff next week. But what I'd like to do today is take a take a few minutes of time, and let's kind of review and go over the races for the two seats on the Lee Summit R seven school board. Right. And I think the first thing I want to make note of, Jason, is even though there was a little bit of a, a shakeup with the ballot at one point, where two people dropped out and had their went to court to have their names removed from the ballot. Other than that. 
everybody who actively campaigned for one of these two seats showed up. Right. They I all, think it's they, important to say that. They all came. They all filled out questionnaires. They all came to our uh, – they came to our forums that we recorded and posted, and they're available. Link to LeeSummon.com. You could listen to the back episodes of this podcast and hear those. Uh, they went to the other forums that are been available. They've been generally speaking, they've been available and out there campaigning and willing to answer questions about what they and they should all get a fair bit of credit for showing up and being willing to answer the questions that are asked. Right, and I think that's look. If if you were to ask me. What is the first thing that I'm going to look at as a voter and, and judge kind of who I might pick? Did they show up to every real opportunity to speak to the people and to answer questions about the people they are wanting to serve? Yeah, and, I'm, and, and that's, a, I mean, God, that's the lowest bar. I mean, it's not the lowest bar available. <laughs> but, but I think what we found, Jason, is it's an important bar. It is an important bar. And it, and I, I think- mean, I make, the, I make the silly joke a lot. You know, decisions are made by those who show up, but it's real. Mm-hmm. You can't ask me for my vote. If you're not willing to show up and answer my questions about local issues, and so, and I mean that as a voter, not as right. not as a and media so doofus. Credit to the seven active candidates for doing just that, and uh, we just want on, on the front end, we want to stay that up front. Thank you all for you know signing up to run. That's a that's a significant that's a huge commitment. step and commitment, and also showing up to campaign and showing up to there and to be willing to answer some. Challenging questions, both from us and from others, uh, ha- as they as they go through this process. But now we're going to con- like, what are Nick and I looking for? So when we go through, and, and this is the behind the curtain peek, and this is not like a secret that we've been keeping, right? We want to make sure, as a thing, that these and the way we, the reason we set up our forums the way we do, the reasons we've asked the questions that we do, we have the questionnaires and all that sort of stuff. Is we want to make sure that the candidates are focused on. Issues that really matter as like things that they can actually accomplish while they're a school board member and and they're focused on the things that really do make a difference and that they understand the job that they're taking on. Like what is it they can do? How do they work through that process? All those sorts of things to do that. And we have tried to focus our questions and what have you is are these people prepared and understand to be candidates or like actual elected officials in these seats? Yeah, that's a that last bit is, is is pretty important to me, Jason, because I think there are a couple. If you talk to people who who win these seats for the board of education, I think you will hear of two two surprises usually. The first always being, I didn't realize how many meetings and hours I was going to spend on this unpaid part time job. Right. <laughs> the the second one the second one I think is is realizing that there's a pretty narrow spectrum of the role of the school board, the things that they can actually have impact on. And so I think it really is important to when we when we talk to candidates to make sure that they understand the role and the job and the processes by which they can impact and make changes to the community through the school district. Right. And so when you're listening, when you listen to our forums with the candidates, that's kind of where we were coming at this process from. And that's something that we wanted to make sure that. So when you're listening to the podcast, keep that in mind as you're going through that is, are these people understanding the 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 actual pieces of work that they have to do and where they can and can't make a difference? And do they understand that basic fundamental piece of the job that they're asking you to give them um, as a whole. Now, let's talk about some of the issues that we think actually matter. 
um, in this election. And these are not exclusive and everybody has their own thing. And you can vote for or against a candidate for whatever reason you want. It is your vote to give. It is your vote to put out there for people as a whole. But what are the issues that we saw? Now, we spoke with, uh, on background, some members of current sitting members, not running for re-election, members of uh, the school board to get a feel for what they thought were the kind of issues. And some of the stuff that they talked about, I mean, you'll be shocked to know that they're concerned about budgets uh, and how we're going to pay for the things that we want to do as a, as a school district. Right. And I think, and that's one of those that we really try, Jason, we try to hit because it it is... Exactly, one of the few things that that's that's where they stare, right? That's the thing that they can impact is setting budget pri- priorities. And I'm gonna I'm gonna mix this in a little bit with every board of education candidate everywhere has always said we need to support the teachers. Let's make sure we pay the teachers what they need to pay. That's fine and that's great, but then you're gonna get into the next thing, which is. How are we going to pay for it? How do you line up your priorities to make sure that you're you're making the impact you say you're going to make? Yeah, absolutely, and that's why we ask the questions about like potential, uh, you know, a mill levy change or some of the other things that were out there, like the actual mechanics of how they're going to go about doing that. Is if you aren't going to increase revenue, right, for the school district, how are you? What are you going to cut? And if you are going to increase revenue to do that to pay the teachers more. How are you going to find that revenue? Where is it coming from in in the in the area? So these are the questions that we want. We want people to understand those things that they're they're dealing with. Uh, so that's the budget. You know, the working relationship with the superintendent. We are still, I think, you know, maybe just now starting to emerge from the shadow of the McGahee and Carpenter firings and that process. But that still looms over the conversations that we have with these people, with these candidates and these school board members on an annual and this and the superintendent himself. Right. Well, and I think this is I, I think this is an important topic because. Even now, as soon as something happens where a decision is made that part of the community doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Right. The conversation immediately shifts publicly to we got to get a new superintendent or we need to take these people off the school board and get new pe- new people on. And so I think talking to candidates about how they are going to cultivate and nurture relationships both with each other on the board as well as with the superintendent and even I think with the constituents that they represent to make sure that, yes, you're you're hearing from the people and you're representing their concerns – but also then taking that forward and how do you work with, with the other board members? How do you work with the superintendent that make sure, make sure that the decisions that are made fit the broader mission of, of the district? And, Jason, I think, I think you had flat out asked this question to them. How do, you, how do you work with people who equate being heard with getting the decision they wanted? Right. And, and, that, and I think that's important. And that's a – that's a hard question. It sounds easy, but it's a hard question. Absolutely. And and I think that there's a thing and we and to be fair, and we're going to give I'm give a little bit of credit to the school board here. The last couple of years have been a difficult time to be an elected what? official. What? Uh, because as we have said many times, COVID ruins everything. Oh, COVID, I'd forgotten. Yeah, we've forgotten about that. Uh, and so there's been this and so there's been but there have been and even you know skipping all of that, there have been a lot of Difficult and contentious discussions and difficult decisions to make on 
the modes of schooling and what rules we're going to use for our, you know, COVID minimization strategies or whatever we're trying to, whatever the district was trying to do, like that, the, you could hear it. We, you know, we had a couple of conversations with Superintendent Buck uh, about like some of the struggles and difficulties that he's had to work through to come up with the plans, right? Working with the health officials, counterbalancing some of that with mental health officials and people like how do we deal with like the, the impacts, negative impacts of not having the kids in the schools, um, in person, all those sorts of things is a real thing. It was a real struggle. And there are I will, for the most part, I think there was, has been a range of good faith disagreements to be able to be had on what the best path forward is. And I think that the school board and the superintendent managed it fairly well. Regardless, skipping for a moment the decisions that were made, the process that they went through to get to those decisions has been pretty good. They had a lot of public discussion. They've talked about like they the superintendent aired the basis for their basic decisions. The school board has at times given different direction than that was recommend, recommend recommended by that. And they haven't even let that any of those disagreements fester or pour over into spoiling the overall working relationship that they have. So good on the school board for that. And, and the question becomes, and I think we've heard not as much in our forums because we focused our questions elsewhere. We we've heard some of the other commentary from some of the school board candidates that, at, at other forums at other or forums, through their campaign messaging right through their campaign messaging that they really want to spend a lot of focus on on some of these issues that are honestly right now pretty well moot that are going to be you know very against of what the the direction that the school has taken that the superintendent has you know recommended and what have you over the course of that sort of thing and we have to pay attention to that as we matter so i wanted to shift now from some of these questions that we think matter to maybe some of the issues that don't matter. Or shouldn't matter. Right. Or that shouldn't matter, or that we think shouldn't matter. To be honest, this is our podcast. This is what we think. We're going to say it. Yeah, this is our analysis portion. Yeah, I, I think, Jason, you know, the the first one is we've we've heard a lot of talk, and, and one of the candidates who, who dropped out even said the reason they were originally running was the mask issue. Right. To make sure that that didn't happen. I think we're past that now. I think we can safely say that debate is kind of is, is done with, and so I feel like if you are if a candidate is bringing that up, that's that's simply just to try to whip your vote up, right? right? That's a thing. Hey, we're on the same side on this issue, so come vote for me. But it's not a real issue right now. It's not a thing that actually matters. And there are others, Jason. I think I think you're gonna you've heard people talk about talk about the CRT in the district, which every bit of evidence out there. This is not a thing. This is not happening. First of all, let's be clear. No, none of and the none people of the- who are advocating for it can actually tell you what CRT is. And secondly, uh, just to, like I can't. Like, I here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my ego for a minute. I am a lawyer. I have been to law school. Critical race theory is a high level legal theory for analysis of like just like the the legal system as a whole. Right, that's what it is. Now, I don't understand, and I couldn't explain it to you or anybody else really what that means, other than it's a new way to look at stuff. But that's it. That's like the whole thing. It's not something that is like that the school district is advocating or teaching for. It's certainly not something that is in the Missouri state-approved curriculum or has any chance of becoming a part of the Missouri State approved curriculum, which is very binding on what the school district can Well, and I, I actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there because I think that's the point that I really want to bring up when people are talking about curriculum for, for the school district. Very little is decided at a local level when it comes to per- curriculum. Right. 
curriculum in the state of Missouri comes straight from the Capitol. So there aren't a lot of decisions to be made at the school district's headquarters, at an individual school, or even an individual classroom. Most of that is dictated and handed down, the vast majority of it. So to me, that's bringing that up is avoiding real issues by just trying to get people into a frenzy to vote for certain teams. Yes. And and so and that's and, and, and those this are the is we're gonna talk about we'll talk about more of this I think I think next next week. But to me, Jason, that's why you and I get excited about lo- covering local elections and talking to local candidates is because we get to talk about real issues that matter in our backyards and how not just the candidates and then the elected officials, but the people can affect real change and to make things happen right here in our hometown. And you can't do that anywhere else. If you start talking about even county or state or national things, you and I or any of our friends that are voters here don't really make an immediate impact at those levels. But right here, you can do things. You can do things by filling out that form to try to get an appointment on one of those city councils or commissions by joining one of the 30 or 40 local nonprofits that you and I have had on this show, and we're going to start bringing back around again. For volunteering those, on any of right. the school board things that and are or school district things. By meeting the people that you're going to vote for. That's how you can make it. And that's why that's why you and I, I think, really enjoy talking about local elections and the local things happening is, is that's what that's what matters most. And I'm afraid that topics like those get us away from it. They do. And I, and I think you see uh, some of that at that. And, and when we try to boil those down to it, look, if you are predisposed to vote for team A or team B, whatever those teams are, there are differences. There are many reasons to or to not. Right. There are, there are reasons that you can find that are actually like impactful and, and I'll say it this way, real at the local level to find, a, to support a candidate or not a candidate that are not part of the things that are non-issues that are out there. We are, there are good faith disagreements on how to, how to pay for teacher salary improvements whether to pay for teacher salary improvements. You know, where should our, you know, what's the next bond issue for the, the school district to come up and what kind of facilities upgrades or changes are needed or how are you dealing with the growing numbers or changing numbers of students that we have and we have and to deal with those. And even some cultural things. things like the school district's mission for, equ- you know, the equity training and things they're doing. Those are good conversations to have and there are reasons to support or not the plan that they've chosen but it doesn't mean all of these other things. Right. And so you can, we can still have those conversations. You can still come to those sorts of solutions. And that's what we're trying to do when we put together our forms is to get to those real questions so that people can evaluate the things that a school board member, you know, to be frank, actually does. There are seven active candidates for two seats on the Lee Summit R7 School District's Board of Education. I encourage you, if you haven't listened, go back to go back to those past episodes and listen to the candidates. You can, on our website, you can read their responses to our questionnaire. You can go back and even listen to the Lee Summit Chambers forums that they had. Those will be good for you. But also, go to their web pages. Go to their Facebook pages. Reach out to them. Meet them. Have them talk to local issues that matter to you, and then you can make your best decision when you go to the ballot box. Jason, that's going to wrap us up for this week. One more time, I want to say this, 6.30 Thursday, Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. Join us for our live, in-person, mayoral candidate forum. 
We're going to have them talk to the real issues, issues that matter to you. We'll talk to everybody next time.